This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I was looking at TV and the power kept flickering, flickering, flickering. Finally, the power went out. Like a jet engine. Uh... I mean, the wind, just super, super high pitch. You could feel it in your ears. We've been on that same road for over 100 years, my family has, and uh, I've seen worse than this. And it's never got up to our house. The storm surge hasn't. I plan on driving all the way back to home tonight. I have faith in the universe, so I'm going to be here. I think where we're located, we'll be okay. Honey, if that water comes in, I'm going, and I'm pulling you with me. Jeez, uh, scary times, but it, uh, it's being called the hurricane of the century uh, as the panhandle in Florida is literally being clobbered by Michael. This is a storm that caught everyone off guard because it started small. And then over the weekend, all these red flags started waving that this thing was turning and churning across the Gulf of Mexico and uh, becoming a catastrophic, very dangerous Category 4 storm. So we're talking 150 miles an hour winds. And that meant a direct hit to the inland. And a lot of people didn't leave. They ignored the warnings. And as the president pointed out today, in this particular area, there are a lot of swaths where there are poor people. They don't have the means to get out. So a lot of people thought, well, it's it's a relatively minor storm. Kind of ride it out. Well, yeah, it's not now. And the storm surge is predicted to be about 14-foot waves. So there will be loss. Homes possibly lives. One of the people that goes into these situations is uh, Mark Robinson. He is with the Weather Network. He's a storm chaser, also a meteorologist. So he's been in that zone and uh, tried to get him a lot during the day, but it was uh, spotty. But he joins us now uh, to take us into Michael. Hey, Mark, what's it feel like to be in the eye of storm, of this storm? Well, we were actually just west of the eye. um, And uh, we were in the eye wall itself. And it was unbelievable it was kind of terrifying to be honest you've been in lots of these though how does it uh, how does michael measure up to some of the others because this one kind of caught everyone off off guard yeah this is actually hurricane number 20 for me um and this one we, you know we originally came down here expecting it you know category one category two uh what we were not expecting was this just to ramp up to almost a category five and uh, where we were, we were in our parking garage, and, uh, you know, as the eye wall began to come in, it sat over top of us for a while. And just, it was, it was the most, probably the most intense winds I think I've ever been in. This particular hurricane, Michael, they're getting a direct hit, correct? Yes, yeah. It looks like it made uh, landfall just uh, either just to the west of or right on top of Mexico uh, City Beach, or Mexico Beach, I believe it's called. Um, and I've seen some footage out of there. The storm surge in that area was uh, huge. The amount of damage done there, down there is, is is just very, very catastrophic. And so how long does that then sit over this particular area? Well, this whole thing is, is actually, it is beginning to ramp down where we are now. We're just getting some gusty winds. I can actually begin to see around the town uh, and a lot of a lot of damage everywhere. And, uh, the, you know, th- this one is continuing to move up to the north and the east. I mean, it's going to basically be in the Maritimes by Saturday. 
Okay. And so why did this storm catch everyone off guard? I mean, over the weekend, it was, you know, just by the end of the weekend, it was gone from one to, to blazing saddles. Yeah, this one refused to follow all the rules. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, we expected this, uh, to, you know, to die down, to just never manage to ramp itself up to uh, to what it did. And it, I think it's going to be very interesting to really, you know, dig into the meteorology uh, when this is all said and done to try and figure out what this one was doing because this was a very unusual hurricane. Yeah, and uh, I think the last time this area was hit severely was in 2004 with Ivan and then Dennis in, in the following year. Is this one going to be worse? Uh, when all said and done, potentially yes. I mean, it all depends on you know where it hits. If it hits a relatively uninhabited area, mm-hmm. nobody's—it's really not going to do that much damage. But if it hits a you know cities or anything like that, you, you're really going to know. So it's like we're just sort of now beginning to just even take a look around and start to assess the damage and. I think it's going to, you know, definitely rank up there in in catastrophic hurricanes. Yeah, uh, President Trump today was commenting on the particular area that there's a lot of poor people in this area that don't have the means to get out and likely got stuck there, um, and that's why they're kind of hunkering down. And so we could see a loss of life. Is that how bad this storm is? Oh, any storm you can you can have that kind of uh, potential. Uh, this one, yes, I think that that uh, you know we talked to a lot of people who were sort of uh, sheltering in place and you know we were saying you know you need to get out like this thing went from you know category one two which you know sheltering in place is not a great idea but it can be done to category four almost five this is not a good place to shelter at all okay and so you do this for a living um some would consider you risky crazy but nonetheless this is your your love of life and this is why you do it what are you looking at in the next 12 to 24 hours when does a real danger i guess it already has but when is it the most dangerous well, you know, it's it's really past now. I mean, right now what we're doing is sort of assessing how much damage is done. I mean, the danger uh, to any great extent has has passed where we are. But, can you know, keep in mind, this thing is still holding itself together, which is just absolutely stunning all the way as it's moving up, you know, north, you know, north of the Florida panhandle. I mean, up into Georgia and, and Alabama. I mean, this is, again, an unprecedented and absolutely, you know, just not sure what this hurricane is doing. Right. And we're, we still haven't seen the worst of the surge, correct? Well, we're starting to see, the, I think the surge is beginning to back off a little bit now that the, the eye walls come on shore, because it really comes on with that bulge of water on the right eye wall. There's still a potential to, to get some surge down here where we are in Panama City Beach, but it's not going to be as, as bad as uh, what we're seeing uh, to the east. Okay. Out of all the 20 you've covered, which one is the worst? Katrina still has to be my number one. I mean, this is probably number two, though. The only reason Katrina beats this one is because we were in the worst of the worst of the surge for right. Katrina. And it hit a, you know, a massive area and a highly inhabited area. And I think that's why Katrina will probably never be you know, surpassed. Uh, and I hope it never is, yeah. to be quite honest. No kidding. Well, Mark, I know you do this for a living, uh, but stay safe because uh, that's what's important here. Thank you. No problem. My pleasure. That is Mark Robinson joining uh, us today. He knows what he's doing, though. He's done these a lot. Albeit, if you saw the footage today, there was debris uh, blowing around everywhere. Signs and everything whipping on by. Um, but interesting, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this thing plays out tomorrow with the, the actual storm surge. I'm just really surprised that everyone's so surprised that the storm got so big. The other thing is, 
people don't leave these things because I think that they, they see the coverage. It's all built up and then it doesn't deliver. You know, you don't leave what you don't think is going to be bad. For fear of, for of fear. returning to a home that's been looted. Well, precisely. I think a lot of people who've left the area before said, you know, it cost me a lot of money to go to a hotel and all the rest of it. I can't afford to do that again. And what am I going to do that for a Category 2, 3? I'll take my chances. Well, huh. And not just the cost, depending on what you do for a living. Maybe mm-hmm. you lost your job. Maybe, yeah. So we'll see where this storm takes us. I sure hope it uh, doesn't live up to its billing. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.